to Your Welcome Hollywood, a podcast where Ed, Tom, and Ruben create a brand new screenplay every episode. Some of the ideas are better than others. Welcome to Your Welcome Hollywood with Ed. And Ruben. Ah, once again, there's a hole in the middle of the intro. Just a hole, a Tom-shaped hole. Just like he roadrunnered his way, or I guess Wiley coyote his way out of the room. So he's got like that cactus pose with one arm up and mm-hmm. one arm down, one leg up. Yeah. Uh, he's got a got to park that Big Mac truck right in this Tom-shaped hole. Yeah, he's he Kool-Aid-manned his way out of the podcast this week. Put it right in there. Yeah. Um, so this is Your Welcome Hollywood, which if you've never listened to before, what we yeah, do is... If you've we get, never listened <laughs> If you've never listened to it before, what this podcast is about is we get a title from you, the movie audience, and we make a full movie out of it. Uh, kind of a movie treatment, you might say. I like that you put your hand to your earpiece to do that voice, despite this being a largely audio format. I just wanted to let the the podcast audience know that you were doing that. uh, The voice lives in the body. The same way that the pee is stored in the balls. Like, so you really... (laughs) Much in the same way. Much in the same way. So you gotta gotta use your whole body when you get into character. Mm -hmm. Um, It was was almost close to a movie phone guy. Yeah. yeah, movie. Uh, do you remember that episode of Seinfeld where people calling Kramer. Kramer was yeah fake ab- acting as movie phone? Yeah, and just looking through the newspaper. Why don't you just say the movie you'd like to see? <laughs> Why don't you tell me where you'd like to see it? Um, Very funny. So uh, anyway, Seinfeld was great. Moving on, uh, we <laughs> this week uh, we have a title. It's from Melissa Dubois, whose birthday it is. Happy birthday to Happy you! Happy birthday. Um, but it is MacGuffin Mayhem, which I really Ooh. like as a title. Because like when Ooh. you talk about movies, you have to talk about MacGuffins because they're so like, integral to the way a lot of movies move forward. It's like yeah. um, so. The, what's what's like the the literal definition? It's an object or person or thing that exists solely to move the plot forward without any real significance. I believe so. Yes, an object or device in a movie or a book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the classic example is the briefcase in Pulp Fiction, right? Like, it's very important. It belongs to Marcellus Wallace. It can't be disturbed. It has to get to him. But we never find out what's in it or why it matters. Yeah. I mean, like, I think so intensely the MacGuffin. Because, like, usually, frequently, at least, like, we'll know what a MacGuffin is, but it's just not, it doesn't come across important. Whereas in that movie, it is, you know, I would say probably commentary on purpose to be like, eh, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it truly doesn't doesn't matter. I guess at all. the the original example is the Maltese Falcon in, in sure. movies, right? Like this artifact that, like, yeah, whatever. Get that Falcon out of here! <laughs> he's he's duking up the the eaves. This this is a small one bedroom apartment. This is no place for raptors to be. <laughs> I like the idea of a, a transatlantic accent saying the words "duking up the eaves." <laughs> Such God, this is Falcon Duke y'all over my eaves. My flying buttresses are buttered. Oh no, the veranda's practically covered in feces. Oh, Miranda, look there. at the <laughs> Miranda, the veranda's a mess. <laughs> Miranda's veranda, a wonderful oh. film of 1946. And a euphemism for vagina. Hey, it was yeah, it was the first pornographic film. Miranda's they kept, veranda. They kept talking about Miranda's veranda. <laughs> Just I gotta. Get hey, have you been to Miranda's veranda? Oh, hey, keep it on the down low. I have a wife. <laughs> I swear to God, you can fit fifteen people on that porch swing. <laughs> it's load bearing. So um, <laughs> nice, Ruben. Good one. Oh, uh, you know. So we, uh, uh, my, my architect cum jokes are the best. Oh. My architectural cum jokes. Oh man, they're so good. Um, yeah. 
Great. MacGuffin mayhem. MacGuffin mayhem. So, but you and I talked about, because, you know, we, we've had a few of these where it's just the two of us um, mm-hmm. right now, just do like tech limitations and stuff. But um, we thought it would be fun to sort of like something, the way that we do this show is we generally sort of just talk through the scenes as they, yes. as they exist. But um, what if we were to do a little bit more of the dialogue is basically sort of where we were coming from for this one. Yeah. If you've had the, uh, the pleasure of seeing us do this format live, um, it, you're, trying you're to do so that, lucky. Uh, I mean, you're, I mean, the, the few, the proud, um, so <laughs> the few, the proud, the people who have come to one of our live shows. Um, the peens. Um, so if you've had the pleasure of it, uh, you've seen, uh, you'll know what this sounds like or what it looks like. Um, which is, uh, we'll, we'll do like what we call an improv, like scene painting and like basically just setting up the scene, uh, location where it's going to be almost think of like, um, stage direction Mm -hmm. to a degree, but then we're going to actually do the scene as characters versus just talking through them. We thought we might try that tonight. We'll give it a shot and we'll just see what it's like. Um, so Yeah different flavor of your welcome Hollywood tonight. This is like the, the like spicy chili lime version of the show. Ooh, ooh, them Takis. Yeah, exactly. Like our regular show is cool ranch, which is great. Yeah. Amazing. But sometimes you want like a different, a different flavor profile. Sometimes you don't want to taste anything else for five days straight. Yeah. Welcome to Takis. You want your hands to be like irrevocably orange. Yeah. And your teeth to feel bad. It's like Takis and like any flame and hot product basically was like, you know the like the orange fingertips, the worst part of eating a, a flavored chip of any kind? What if we made that like the number one goal of our product? <laughs> if if it was more about the dust than it was the snack. <laughs> yeah. Like we could we could make it out of styrofoam if we wanted to. Like the dust is what people are after. <laughs> is uh, uh packing peanuts seen... just rolled in flame and hot Cheetos. Oh, I mean I'm not against it. Um, and have you seen there's a Cheetos mac and cheese is now a thing and they have three flavors. I have and I weep. Um, I I want to try it so do, badly. Is it is it like a store product or is this at a restaurant? I feel like it was at like it's, Burger it's a store product. You, you can go buy a box of Cheetos mac and cheese and they have normal cheese. They have the flaming hot and they have the jalapeno cheddar, which jalapeno cheddar Cheetos are the best. They're so good. So uh, it sounds like they're branching out too much. This is like the beginning of Skynet. Like in in 100 years, Cheetos will be like Amazon, like just the company that rules everything. Let me sleep on a Cheetos mattress with my lovely Cheetos wife. Um, (laughs) That's the future I want. Podcast code. You're welcome, Hollywood, for your Cheetos (laughs) mattress in the mail. Uh, podcast code Dusty Dreams. Um, you will be orange when you wake up in the morning, but mm-hmm. this is this is the hell we built for ourselves. And now if we you must sweat, your pores will clog and you will suffocate. Um, <laughs> but oh, the comfort and the, the affordability for a ten dollar mattress and the Cayente. Um, <laughs> so uh, MacGuffin Mayhem. We talked about the idea of um, it's a story of like this this group of like young artists that are trying to get this movie made, right? They're yeah, and I working think for the, the indie circuit, trying to get their scripts through the door. For the sake of us improvising through it, I think it should just be two people, like two pals. Okay, it's a writing team. Perfect. Yeah, two two men writing team who just like they they have this grand idea for a movie and it slowly gets corrupted by the Hollywood system into like you need to make this more like a regular movie. Yeah. Uh, and that's where the MacGuffin mayhem comes in of them just having okay. to like betray their artistic ideals in the service of making money. Um, I think that's all we need. I think that's all that we need at all, Ruben. That's yeah. it. That's all. Of Did it. I just hear a little kitty meow? Ed, does that happen on your side of the Not house? on my side. Um, my oh. cats are far away. And, and I don't, on the other side of a wall. 
I don't I know. I mean, they're they're wonderful, and they probably are meowing in some way, but it wouldn't be in my microphone. Well, I assume I'm just going insane. It's entirely possible. Let's start the movie. Let's do it. I'm Ed. I'm Ruben. This is MacGuffin Madness. Or Mayhem. Mayhem. MacGuffin yeah. Mayhem. Let's do uh, it again. MacGuffin. <laughs> Magoofle. McMuffin, ah, McMuffin Mayday. Mufalata Muffin Top. Let's go. <laughs> it's manufacturing uh, mail storm. Fucking did it in one. McGuffin Mayday. Nice. So uh, we see our studio logo as usual. For this one, yes. I think we start with like sort of an art housey one that's going to, you know, set the tone for the beginning of the movie. Ooh, okay, I got you. So it's real art housey. It's like a, it's yeah. like a sparrow, like a dead sparrow. It's a dead sparrow in a in a puddle in the rain. So we see the little ripples from the rain. Yeah, the, yeah, they're coming up all around it. And you you uh, zoom out, and Edgar Allan Poe's dead head is lying next to the bird. It's oh, ironic whoa. because it's not a raven; it's a sparrow. Oh wow! But yeah, and it's, it's just called like both the sparrow productions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So dumb. Yeah, Baltimore Sparrows. Also, not their baseball team, which would be an Oriole. It's all very complicated. Oh man, just these birds are all over the place. Yeah, Baltimore is an avian city. Well, hey, so is Atlanta. That's what I always hear. Yeah, so, thrashers, hawks, falcons. You can't escape these birds. Nope. It's get all, these raptors out of here. Get them. Um, <laughs> so uh, we open on, I think what we're opening on is the, the a scene from their art movie that they're making. Oh, great. Right? Like, it's already shooting. Yeah. We don't even need to see them write it. So, yeah. you know, it comes up on just like, it's real Juno. Like, it's a young couple sitting at a table in a diner. Yeah. Right. And they're having a conversation that's just stupid. It's like, what do you think? What do you think that uh, men think about when they murder women? Uh, Jerry, I would like to know what you think about as a man, because I feel like we always have these uh, hypothetical conversations and it's like you're trying to tell me something, but you're not telling me anything. He's like, that's the thing. I'm not I don't think about anything. I, don't, I think about, like, when I sit down and I look at a wall, my vision just becomes that wall. And I think <sighs> that whatever's on that wall is just sort of what it is. And, like, like we're sitting here right now. This coffee cup is just what it is. This fork is just what it is. But when I look at you, there's something different. Uh, the female more. lead uh, kind of, like, plays with her eggs and pancakes with her fork. In a like, super <sighs> fucking twee way. Like, she's <laughs> just sort of, like, pushing them into shapes. Yes, um, she's she's like recreating some like work of art that only like three people in the audience would remotely understand the reference to yeah. doing this. It's like um, Bosch's in the Garden of Good and Evil. <laughs> she's very weird, um, and she's just like, I should have listened to Dad about you, but that's what I like about you. You're different and you're weird, and sometimes you're different in a way that makes me scared. But being scared is interesting. I've felt safe my whole life. And then he just puts a gun on the table. <laughs> and, and you hear cut. Like, it moves out. And you can see that we're on a movie set. Yeah, But, it, but it's obviously like just someone and a bunch of their friends making a movie. There's not like, you know, catering people running around and, you know, craft service and stuff like that. What you've got is just, you know, two big box lights in a diner, one camera. Everybody's sort of just like running around doing indie yeah. film shit. In fact, I think it's like, it's just these two writers, right? Like there's like the actors, but there's the two writers running around who are also manning the camera and doing everything else. Um, one of them, uh, uh, his, his name is, um, uh, uh, Staramy. Staramy. Staramy? Staramy. So, yeah. Uh, 
Steramine's uh, Steramine very is, like very um very hipster like super ve- artsy looking infinity yes. scarf you know um one of those flat cabbie hats with unkempt hair poking out from underneath he's pleading with um i think the manager of the diner just like hey i know we're, we're a little we bit one over. more take we need one more take. one more we more take though we're gonna be out here in just a minute just like i know that we're this is messing with your work but um we just need a little more <laughs> time is just like i got pies to sell yeah i got all these pies back here and i can't get rid of none of them with you over here you're taking up the booth where the pie guys usually go people don't get pies to go people sit down with pies because pies take a minute they're real particular about their booth they won't eat them I, nowhere else I got pies You're killing my here. business Yeah, people are ordering the grilled cheese And they're ordering the roast beef You know what a profit margin's like pies. on a grilled cheese is fucking zip <laughs> Zada Cheese is expensive <laughs> The market price on dairy's getting nuts around here Yeah, but pies Oh, pies are nothing <laughs> And so he's They live in a very just, weird uh, supply chain He's just he's just given Starmy the the third degree and Sarah's like I know I know sorry listen you can we'll let you have a line we'll let you have a line in the background <laughs> my like, big just, break just give you we'll just give you one line in the background just please we have to just shoot okay. just like just yeah. one more scene so we get one the more shot we get that scene again yeah. but right uh, when when he's saying like when I look at you I feel something different a, like a <laughs> giant blueberry this- pie just like slams down on the table between them. <laughs> Hey, heard you order a slice of one of Max world famous blueberry pies. Hey, that's 45 East West Street. (laughs) Open all night. Not in the morning. Straight down the barrel and stare at me just kind of (sighs) like. He's like Prince. (laughs) Big sigh. Um, His partner, I think we need to show. I think his partner is maybe a little bit more cool headed here. Um, Yeah, this is um, Jordash. And Jordash. um, Yes, Steremy and Jordash are our partners. And Jordash is very much more like, he looks like he went to college, but like not in the way that Steremy went to college. Um, Hey man, we got the shot. We're good. Okay, don't even We'll fix it in post. This is how, this is how this whole thing's like making your dreams. You got to make some sacrifices and some changes, man. Like we're still making the movie we want to make. We'll cut around that, right? Yeah. We got what we needed out of the actors. We can, we can fix it in editing. And Max like, don't you fucking leave me on the cutting room floor. I swear to God, you cut me out and I will slice you you like I slice a papaya. I will take all the (laughs) seeds out of your ass. (laughs) Then he starts slicing a papaya to show them. He's like, see how fucking good I am at it. Look how Um, juicy this is. So they're like, they're like, okay, that's a wrap. That's a wrap for today. Rap talent. Mac is Um, still just like steely eyed cutting this fruit on the counter. (laughs) Rap talent, rap us. Uh, we're good. We're good. Good. Good out of here. I guess now. I'm gonna go. So um, what we see later is they're um, they are sitting in a bar. I think just just mm-hmm. Jordash and Staramy, and yeah. so they're they're talking sort of about uh, editing choices. Like this is obviously like a week later. They're in post. They're talking about the movie and how it's going. Right. So they're just sort of sitting in a bar, and um, I don't know. Jordash is probably you know he's the level headed one. So he'd probably be like, you know, he'd, he'd be going over like, you know, so I, uh, I think that if we were if we were just to take out a little bit of the budget for editing, you know, we don't need to do any of that fancy stuff. We've already got a rough cut together. I figure we can start shopping it to like, you know, Paramount and 20th Century, all them. Uh, he's going straight for the big dogs. He's not even yeah, trying for Sundance. 
not going for like A24 or like any of the small. No, they must be. House. They must be busy. They're making a lot of stuff right now. You know. Like, yeah, they're, they're they're popping off right now. If anything, I think the big studios are probably more interested in stuff. Yeah, I don't think like does Miramax even exist anymore? I haven't I haven't looked it up. And yeah, are uh, they still part of Disney? Anyway. Yeah, let's go for the mouse, man. Like straight <laughs> to the top. Um, because he's he's pragmatic about this, right? He's like, yeah. I think it's done. I think it's good enough. And stare me, obviously having none of it. Yeah, just has that. So if uh, if if Jordash is and he's sort of stuck up and weird, uh, then Staramy's probably like real flighty and artsy. Yeah, Jamie's Staramy's just like a listen, man. I just want I want it to be what we set out. You know, when we when we met each other in that creative writing class, you know, and those sparks flew, and we just knew we had this vision we wanted to get out there. Uh, you know, it's just not worth it to me if it's compromised. Yeah, it's got to be real. And like, I, I'm sorry if my vocal tone makes it sound like I'm arguing with my wife at a party and I don't want to cause a scene. <laughs> yeah, that's because I'm always arguing with someone's wife in my brain. I call I call my doubts my depression wife. And yeah, it's <laughs> she must be pleased. It makes me feel like I'm not being an asshole, but I'm still definitely being an asshole. Yeah, but look, man, like you've got to you got to. You got to think every movie gets changed. All right. It's never going to be exactly what we wanted it to be. It's always going to be, you got to put your, your heart into it instead of being obsessed with every word on the page coming in the final cut. Well, I'm not saying that I'm immovable. I'm just saying like, listen, whatever you want to, whatever you think we need to do, I'm here to support you. I just, I don't want the scene to spiral out of control. Okay. Hey man, let me tell you what, I'll make you a promise right now. Okay. This movie's not getting made unless it's our movie. Okay, and he puts out like, what's their their like secret handshake? Like not a pinky promise, but some they sort they of, chop like, off their pinkies <laughs> and put them on each other's hand. <laughs> where they where they mysteriously immediately integrate, fully healed, and it's never spoken about again. Yeah, we never acknowledge what what the hell just happened. We just see both of them like yakuza style chop their pinkies yeah, they off. Just, they each <laughs> grab a small cleaver from behind the bar, lop off a pinky, <laughs> trade them, put them on each other's uh, bodies. And everything's fine. Yeah. Pinky pals? Pinky pals. Pinky pals. pals. <laughs> There's so much blood on the table. Yeah. But the blood sort of like skitters off the table and oh, down yeah. under the floorboards. Yeah. Like a bunch of tiny insects. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. No. We never speak of it again. No. So um, the next thing we see is they're in the editing room. And it's yeah. like. They finished showing the movie. Uh, they're, they're like watching their final cut right up on. It's a shitty like room in someone's house and they're just watching it on like a flat screen TV. They're not in a theater or anything like that. And I think they both feel pretty good about it. Oh, yeah, I think. Um, uh, well, actually, let me let me just put a little bit. Um, I want to like a little moment of conflict here. So I think um, I think uh, we have Starry and Jordash. I think Jordash feels yeah. pretty good about it. Also, there's a deadline for. A big like Sundance tonight. Yeah. Except we can't call it Sundance because that's no, you know, that's a. Real it's called film. Moon Pants. Yeah, the, um, moon, the moon Pants Film Festival in um, <laughs> Reno, Nevada. <laughs> the Moon Pants Film Festival in Reno, Nevada. Um, and uh, Dresh is like. I think they should both think it's pretty good uh, or yes. like great and awesome, and this is exactly what they wanted to make, so that when it gets fucked up later, it's more of a problem. Right? Great. Okay. I, yeah. The direction I was thinking was that was that if. Um, if, if it gets like submitted, the idea of Jordash submitting it early or before it's fully done and then it blows up. Oh, okay. Um, I like that too. Okay. Yeah. Like either okay. one's fine. Yeah, I'm down yeah. With let's way. go with that. 
Um, so I think I think like they both get to this point where, like it's pretty good, but Staring is like, listen, man, let's just wait for the next big festival or even like for the next movie. Yeah, I want to do year. I want to do a couple of retakes. I want to think about page seventy four a little bit. Like it's just not like it's not all the way there yet. And it's already been years in the making. What's another year? It's like yeah, but look, man, it's perfect. You're never gonna get every thought that you have out onto the screen. Your, I mean, you got to let the actors have some control and the designers and all that. Like, it can't be your vision 100% of the time. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I really think we should wait. So I'm just going to go home. I don't know, man. Sleep on it. There's another festival in a couple months we could go for. Let's just think about it. Um, and and I think it's that night. He leaves and you see like, the moment of Jordash just like looking yeah. at the application. Watch, watching scenes and just being like, man, it's fucking beautiful. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's Mervyn. We have we have made the greatest work of art since God Himself sculpted Adam. Uh, stare since since God sculpted the president's faces and on that mountain in um, that state, North Dakota. Yeah, ever since Arby's created the Big Montana, nothing greater than this has ever existed. Ever, ever since Arby's created the uh, the uh, Big Big Montana relief on that mountain. on that mountain out in Vermont and the and the Dakotas. It's like, wait, what? Some people said it was an eyesore, but I don't yeah. believe some it. People, some people say it was robbing native land. But I say that that sweaty beef must be up there. And God did it. So who are I? Who am I to say? Anyway, movie's anyway. great. <laughs> he clicks submit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's written that in a comment field. <laughs> <laughs> please, please describe your film. Yeah. Well, permission. never since God placed the Arby's Big Montana on Mount Rushmore has... A movie like this been made. Yeah, that's this right. The him and going, ah, yes, that's what it's called. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> and you, you see like somebody at the film festival office get the email and read it and just go, hey, boss, you got to see this. Hey, boss, you know how like pretty much all the submissions just tell us what the movie is and say, man, I sure hope I'm excited about being accepted and working with you. This guy is deifying Arby's. And is, in, is fucking insane, which means... But he's probably a genius. So we see, um, you know, like the the next day, I think that um, Jordash probably like excitedly runs to to stare me. And he's just yeah. like, dude, we did it. We're in. It's real. And, and Stare like, we're in what? He's like, what moon pants, man. But, but no, but we didn't. You wait. It's like, you look, submitted I did our movie. Yeah, I just went ahead and submitted. I just wanted to see what they'd say, really. I thought like, we talked about not doing that. I thought we talked about taking our time. I was a little high. I wrote a bunch of stuff about Arby's in the comments, and I don't know if that kicked it up the ladder or not, but I can't say it was like a non-zero factor, you know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> well, you know, I, <laughs> I, I made guess, him way dumber than he was supposed to be, but I kind of enjoyed I, it. I, I guess if it got in, you know, that's the important part, I guess. Yeah, man, don't worry. Like, they loved it. They said it. They said it was one of the best submissions they had. We're we're shoe ins for the and for think, the Old Spice trophy. And <laughs> the Old Spice, the biggest, most prestigious award to get from the Moon Pants. Yeah, Festival, it's like how like Spice. at the Edinburgh Fringe, the best new artist wins the Perrier Award. This yeah. is like it's the Old Spice um, swagger trophy. Yeah, yeah, brought to you by GlaxoSmithKline um, <laughs> yeah. or, or, or or P&G. Young brands. <laughs> oh, jeez, Yum Brands. Um, yeah, uh, and I think we see, like, we see uh, that sort of acknowledgement in Staramy's, uh, like, he, like, is conflicted, but he's also like, oh, but we're, we got in, though. Like, he's excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they they go, right? 
They're at the Moon oh, Pants yeah. Festival. They, they go to Reno, Scenic Nevada. Reno, Nevada. Just, oh man, the best. Um, it's like Las Vegas, but without all the stuff in it. Like, it's, <laughs> Do you want to go to Las Vegas without any of the Las Vegas? Welcome Reno. to Reno. Yeah. Uh, you've heard of it because of one Comedy Central show a decade and a half ago. Welcome to Reno. <laughs> Um, but it it's a pretty decent sized film festival, right? Like it's not yeah. quite like you know can or anything like that, but it's pretty pretty nice. And, and their movie does it wins it wins the Old Spice Award. It yeah. takes top honors, and it's, which is just like a a chocolate cast of the Old Spice guy with the yeah. towel and everything. Yeah, and the towel is made out of towel. They you would think it'd be something else, but no. it's just towel. It's just a chocolate man with a towel wrapped around it. Yeah, if anything, the towel is for you. Because you're getting eat all that, that chocolate, chocolate man. Yeah. Oh, and a, and a chocolate man's a messy man. Um, <laughs> so you know what they always say: they, a chocolate man's a messy man. <laughs> by the by the 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 melted sweat of his brow, it's a messy man. Um, <laughs> I think Ayn Rand wrote that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Ayn Rand was just hungry for chocolate. Yeah. Um, Is a man so, not entitled to the cocoa of his brow? <laughs> <laughs> to the delicious um, milk solids of his labor. <laughs> no, says the government, who wishes to melt you under the oppression of work. Um, so, played Bioshock too many times. Um, there is, I think there is a movie executive who approaches them. Oh, yeah, Mr. Um, um, uh, Mr. Mr. Tweezers? Mr. Randall, Tw- <laughs> Randall Tweezers? Oh, Randall Tweezers. It's Randall Tweezers in his tweed suit. Um, <laughs> he looks ridiculous. Oh, he's a sharp-dressed man. Um, and I think he comes up to them to be like, uh, as, oh, baby, I loved your movie. Hey, it was it was. Oh, wait, that's 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 too Italian. That's back to the diner owner, Mac. Maybe we just give him a little of the uh, the Phil Hartman. Um, hey, play. yeah. Yeah. That's sort of like, hello, boys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What an amazing movie you two kids made. I tell you, I've never felt so much emotion in 90 minutes in my entire life. Well, let me tell you, I represent. Uh, a major movie studio, and we would love to have something like this in our in our uh, uh, our slot. Immediately, it's like, can you can you name the movie studio though? <laughs> oh, you, you've heard you of just, it. You just said a movie studio, and I'm kind of yeah, like, well, you said one of the major. Well, yeah, but like anyone can say that, but like, okay, I can't. okay, have you ever heard of Sony Pictures? Oh my god, that's can't. not it. The, yeah. I'm not from Sony Pictures. Oh, okay, but what? have you heard Paramount? of mm, Lionsgate? Mm, Twisted, the guys who made Saw. <laughs> it's <friends>. Lionsgate. <laughs> oh, cool, Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Well, usually we don't tell people because they get cagey when you say it. Oh, nice um, pun. Oh, hey, uh, you gotta have puns when you work in the biz, boys. And you so, can see already that Jeremy's like rolling his eyes at this dude. Oh, but Jordash is just like our big break is happening. Yeah, you can um, like Jordash. Jordash is charmed, and Jeremy is just sort of like this fucking corporate douchebag. Well, and I think Mr. Uh, Mr. Tweezers is like, uh, hey, I love the movie that you guys have. Now, what I'd want to do, uh, it's obviously low budget. And I think uh, we want to take your vision and give it carte blanche to be exactly. You guys what do whatever today. you want. I'm not saying that like this is I mean, obviously this movie's good, but we just need to take it to the next level and have that. Uh, professional polish that you can only do with a big budget movie from a studio. So they 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 talk about it a little bit, and um, you know, I think we'd just be rehashing the conversation. But it is once again this idea of like, don't worry, I'm not going to let this get fucked up. 
Yeah, exactly. From from Jordash, right? He's just like, dude, yeah. it's gonna be fine. So we see they get to do all these reshoots. Oh, the, the moment the moment he says, I'm not gonna let this get fucked up. Uh, I do think Mr. Treasures go. Anyway, boys, want to do a congratulatory uh, rail of coke? Uh, and Jordash is uh, immediately just like, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I think they both do the coke because, like, Stermy may be an art, an artistic guy, but that doesn't mean that he's a narc. Like, oh, he, he fucking he bumps. If anything, he's done cocaine before. Like, he's the before. he's the one of the two that this is not strange to at all. Yeah, he'd just be like, dude, rails. Yeah, if if anything, actually, I think Stermy goes. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Before yeah. he takes the rail. <laughs> or he looks at it and that song begins to play. Like you just hear yeah, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> some foreshadowing. Or is it like the disturbed cover of the Simon and Garfunkel song just to make it? it there's a disturbed darker. cover of it? Oh, yeah. Disturbed oh, covered I mean, Sounds of Silence uh, quite some time ago. It's oh, actually not bad. It. David Draymond's a decent singer. We move on. Oh. There's been cocaine <laughs> done. Uh, Cocaine's been done. We know that we're in the second act of the movie. They're doing all these reshoots, right? Yep. And like they're getting this awesome budget. The lighting is super amazing. They're doing all this cool artsy stuff. We're seeing weird scenes of the movie. So now that couple that were in the diner earlier are like um, behind the counter of a bank and they've both got guns and they're covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah, and um, there's uh, uh, we see like um, they stop filming for a second, and the director is like, "All right, you got the jet skis ready." And I think Jeremy uh, is like, "Jet skis? There, we didn't ever have jet skis in the original script." It's like, yeah, I just thought there might be. I thought it might be like cool to have some jet skis. Well, you know, the studio wanted there to be like a big, exciting race, and everyone does car races, so yeah. we thought, what would and be like, cooler than a jet ski race? Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole the whole movie is sort of about, like, two people's undying love for each other and how love can make you do insane things, like rob a bank. And so I was thinking, yeah. like, the best metaphor for that might be something like a jet ski, which is the opposite, because that's something you fall in love with real quick and then abandon almost immediately. Yeah, you're like, you're like, man, I'm so glad I spent all this money on this jet ski, and then you never go to a body of water it's for just the in next my garage. 10 years. It's yeah. like I got this Kawasaki and it's it depreciated by three quarters the second I put it in the water. You bought a broken motorcycle, basically. I drove it once and I got a butt rash. Yeah. <laughs> and now I don't want to do it anymore. Anyway, I did want a new one, though. So that worked out. Yeah, they said we can keep them. <laughs> yeah. As they, they said, as long as um, every like three seconds during the fight scene, the camera zoomed in on the word sea do, we they would give us some money and we keep them. Yeah, it's a sponsorship thing. Don't worry about it. Like it's helping. Pay I'm gonna wear them. I'm gonna wear them like sandals. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be a boy with racket feet, but only on the water. <laughs> I'm gonna rip wake and shoot rooster tails. <laughs> Disturb local kayakers. <laughs> Just the stupidest. I'm gonna ramp off some manatees. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get a mermaid wife and take her to Berlin using my <laughs> rocket boat feet. Jordash then like opens his eyelid and like J- drops. dropper full of LSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, like, I love Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> well, you're you're just allergies bothering you? No, oh, no, man, it's LSD. <laughs> I'm on fifty micrograms right now. <laughs> anyway, where do you think where do you think my mermaid wife's uh, Miranda's veranda is? <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta find out. But um, I think that Steremy is like he's still being a good director too, right? Yeah. Like he's talking to these actors and giving them the like. Now see, like your motivation is that you know you've come this far with him, and it's sort of a sunk cost. So like love is going to sort of win overall here, even if it means that you both go to jail. 
and you're on a you're on a jet ski so sunk cost it's like a metaphor do you understand yeah he's like, trying to rationalize the jet skis <laughs> as best he can he's just like okay really trying to do yeah. we have like do, do they bring in like another director while he's doing this that like kind of like backseats him i think it's at like an assistant director that ends up slowly taking over yeah right it's just like this guy named mike who's uh <laughs> it's just like he's fresh out of film school right mm-hmm. um real like hot shot probably someone's nephew yeah, he just came off of the new Fast and the Furious film. Yeah, and that's um, how the, it's like, hey, this is your new uh, assistant director. His name is Mike. Just came out of NYU film school, but he's already worked on several huge productions. He uh, yeah, he did Fast and the Furious 12. Uh, Space Race. He was, uh, he was a part of Jungle to Bungle. Oh. Yeah. And Bungle to Jungle, the prequel. And did you see that gritty George of the Jungle reboot? Where oh, the one where the, the, the yellow man is the man in yellow? We put a little Lovecraft in there because that you just that's all you have to do now. So hey, we're done. it worked for True Detective. So <laughs> works here for, we go. Works for anything. Put a tentacle in a show. People go fucking ape shit. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it starts as like he's he's just being an assistant director, but he's slowly taking over more and more. He's just like, uh, oh, we need a voice for Mike. He, uh, I don't know. He, he's 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 yeah. And I already have a really nasal guy. So is he? Like, it's just a real. He's like a real cool guy. I'm here uh, to yeah, shake yeah. things up yeah. and uh, just got a little bit of this. Um, yeah, you're yeah, gonna shake things up like, and make a cool movie. Hey, you know, like I thought it might be better if, like, instead of them like professing their love for each other and like holding hands in the blood, what if they like got up and shot the shit out of everybody while her boobies pop out of her shirt? Yeah, like isn't that what real love is? Yeah, real love is gunfire making your bibbies jiggle. While you yeah. mow down a bunch of dudes, right? It's <laughs> Jeremy's Jeremy's again trying to be like, well, I mean, I guess like I could sort of see maybe that's like um that could be seen as empowering, I guess. But yeah, lots, uh, lots and like lots of movies have unnecessary female nudity, and it's like a good thing. <laughs> as he's mulling this over, you just hear like, all right, get them bibbies out. <laughs> like, yeah, they're already the word moving bibbies, forward. which is already weird. Yeah, um, and so you know this this just. It, it's slowly unraveling and they once they have because this movie has to be intensely repetitive. They have once again the conversation of like, I don't think this is going well. Don't worry, I'm not going to fuck it up, even though he's yeah. attaching his feet to jet skis like they are a pair of Crocs with 150 cc engines in them. <laughs> um, so so I think like we go through like we go through this and we, we basically just see like this movie be more and more read it ridiculous. I think and grow more and more out of their control. And I think we get to this point where it's like. You know, you see like, uh, all right, boys, we showed it to the uh, the focus group. We had a few of them out uh, from around the American heartland. And we've just got a few. It's just a few little notes, like no, yeah. no real big deal. Uh, number number one, one note, more bibbies. Yeah. Number one, they specifically said bibbies. I don't know where that term has even come from lately. Uh, yeah. We need the, uh, you know, the the kissing scene in act three needs to be longer and wetter. And also, mm-hmm. uh, we oh, have, can we get more uh, mouth sounds? We need more mouth, mouth sounds. sounds. Like We've also decided to change the main character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what? And bursting in through a door. Hey, it's Mac from the diner. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going like, to be famous. Yeah, we saw we saw this guy in the original cut and his charisma is undeniable. And he's hilarious. And, and uh, you know, Jeremy would just be like, it's not supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a comedy movie. Well, we thought it played better as sort of a like, you know, a screwball uh, stoner comedy uh, about a guy who loves a, to eat pie. 
Yeah, it's a like a it's a comedy. It's an action movie. It's a, it's a romantic comedy. It, we really got to hit everything to be you gotta safe. Got to be here. all things to all people, baby. Yeah, it's about making the money. Yeah, um, I mean, we're, how, we're gonna sh- and f- look. I mean, a lady with her uh, bibbies out next to another man. The Chinese market just won't go for it. Yeah, uh, we got so we got to have a hey, we're gonna be shooting some new scenes uh, in China just to get it going there, and um, also all that Mac footage been, of Tiananmen Square you put in there has got to go. <laughs> and and Mac is like that was an artistic statement say, about the power of staying steadfast in the face of all obstacles to your love. That's well, important. it's a big bummer. Yeah, well, they literally will kill us if we put that in on on, on a movie screen over there. So let's uh, let's tone it down a little bit. Also, that Winnie the Pooh stuffed animal has to go as well. Don't want to get into it. It just has to go. He's her whole uh, motivation. <laughs> it's it's her childhood toy. He's like, yeah, it was a MacGuffin to begin with, and then you go, ooh, name <sighs> of movie. Oh, yeah. um, Max, like, hey, and they said I could. They said I could hang dong too. <laughs> so. It's like really looking forward to working group. with you. It said more bibbies and hang dong. And Mac hangs dong. Yeah, if there's one thing Mac does besides pies, it's hang dong. I've always dreamed of doing both at the same time, but the health board was all over me. <laughs> Won't let you hang uh, dong. But in Hollywood, you can do anything. I got the idea from that movie American Pie where that kid hangs dong on the pie. Yeah, he hangs dong in the pie. It's wild. I'm gonna. That's my my motivation. I'm a, I'm gonna do better than that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna take the artistic the artistry of that pie fucking scene and blow it out of the water. I'm gonna put this pie's ass to sleep. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> this pie ain't gonna walk right for four days. So I, I think we have like uh like it gets to this ridiculous point. I think we then maybe <laughs> yes. skip to. I would I would refer to that exchange as ridiculous. Oh, I think we've hit the top here. Um, so I think I think we hit the 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 premiere, the red carpet premiere of, of the this. Movie. Like the title's been ch- so. Like, what was the original title? We never gave it one. Like, what's oh, the art um, house like? You know, hipster title. Uh, uh, the 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 waves. Um, uh, the the waves of the waves of desperation. Loves, uh, yes, the waves of desperation. Perfect. Yeah, and now it's just called like. Pie fucker Charlie. <laughs> uh, but pie fucker Charlie colon. Uh, Here comes back trouble. To bibbies. <laughs> back to bibbies. <laughs> and they're just, the, the studio's like, hey, listen, we got to tell people what the movie's about. It's about a guy who fucks pies and loves bibbies. <laughs> <laughs> if otherwise, you know, no one knows what the movie's gonna have in it. Yeah, and so like. You see, they're on the. Uh, I think that Jordash is uh, going to the red carpet. Maybe they're like in their hotel. How about mm-hmm. this? He's in his hotel putting on his tuxedo, right? Yeah. He's getting ready to go to. He's he's like you can see on the table. There's a postcard invite to the the world premiere of Pie Fucker Charlie. <laughs> Bring on the bibbies. Oh, but it's written in like because it's a nice invitation for a classy event. It's written in like beautiful scripts. Yeah, but on the reverse side is the postcard, like the the oh. the poster for the movie and it's just which Mac, is like <laughs> standing with the whole pie just hanging off of his wiener you can see the trunk of his dick like yeah his, his yeah it's only hanging the off the tip <laughs> so he actually a pie is shallow all of his you can see almost all of his dick on this poster yeah and but he's got both hands up in the air and just a like what now yeah sort of pose he's wearing and a sort of forget about it stance yeah it, like a tank top that's ill-fitting above his belly that just says um 
I don't know, like Arby's. And and he he is standing. Oh, no, it's a sea dew. Um, sea he dew is standing logo. on two sea dews, one mm-hmm. under each foot. Um, yeah. and the female lead is like uh like kind of like lying on the ground like between his legs, sort of Princess Leia so style. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> so you hear you hear a furious knock at his door. Yeah, and right? it's staring me. It is staring me. So he opens the door, and the room service cart is forcibly like shoved through the door, shattering a bunch of you know glassware and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Staramy comes in fucking furious. Like yeah. he is ready for blood. Um, he's, yeah. he's got the postcard. He like he slams it down on the um, on the bed and just punches Jordash in the face like instantly. Yeah. Not a word. And I think I think uh, Jordash is. And you like, just hear sort of like man. ow as he goes down. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, listen. It, you could have you could have been in the editing bay. You could have seen this stuff before the premiere. You were busy doing cocaine the whole time. Yeah, you're busy doing coke. They basically threw money and cocaine at you to like get you to just leave set, and you did. Like that wasn't supposed to be my job. I told I I told you what to make. You said you wouldn't fuck me on this. You said you wouldn't let this movie get ruined, and I trusted you. And now and not, that's over. And I'm not fucking you, right? We got a million dollar advance for each of us. Uh, I worked us in a... We're getting so many points on the back end of this thing. It's just like, dude, I feel more fucked than that pie right now. <laughs> and I think that's when Jordan... And we all know that Matt Whoa. goes deep. Whoa. Hey, man. Ow. I thought we were friends in this business and making something together. And I get that maybe we had differing opinions of where to go with it, but... We're going to have so much money, we can make whatever we want to now. It's like, take your money and fucking shove it. Right. Oh, and I think, I think Staramy, uh leaves. Because um, I want to, I want, and I want to set up a real wild finale here. Oh, yeah. I think Staramy's just like, don't call me. Don't yeah. talk to me. I never want to see you again. So take, take, when, your, take your money because I don't want it because I'm not a fucking sellout and walks out the door. Yeah. He does do one last line of coke, though. He's like, just before he's like, well, before yeah, he has to say goodbye course. to it. He's, he's got, like, he's got like a little uh, one of those compartment rings, <laughs> and he just sort of pops it open, does a little bump out of it, and then throws the ring at him. He's like, no more of this. I'm does he, done. Does he? Does he rip his pinky off and throw and it on throw the, bed? the ring? <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, <laughs> take this back to we're crack we're not pinky pals anymore. <laughs> throws it down on the bed. Another one grows right where it was. Never explained. <laughs> Boop. Yeah, it has the sound of a slide whistle as it grows back. <laughs> it's just so, it, this was a stylistic choice for this film. We don't know why. So we cut to I think the Jordash like at the premiere. Everything around him is amazing. Flashbulbs, yeah. questions, everything. But he's like dead. I think I think we even get to um, like we kind of like see him at moments through the night. We get to the end of the premiere. And it's like the very, very last scene, the very last moment of the movie. Audience is going nuts. Oh, they fucking love it. The standing ovation. Everyone's fucking psyched. Um, and as uh, as like the lights come up, like a really fucked up, drunk, like three sheets of the wind, stare me. Gets Stumbles up in into the theater. Oh, and he's he's got a he's got a bomb strapped to his chest. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Staramy's Staramy's gone off the fucking deep. Where did he get there. a bomb? That's ah, you know, it's Hollywood. All right, uh, yeah, you're right. You can buy a bomb on the corner of Ventura anytime you want. Yeah, anytime you want to do it, go down to Sepulveda, get yourself at the Bomb Depot. <laughs> um, so, so I think he's like, he's like, listen, all you fakers. 
and idiots. You took something beautiful and made it about pie fucking bibbies. And everyone's like, bibbies, bibbies, bibbies. No, shut up. Shut up. Shut it's up. It's not about the babies. This was. Fires a gun in the art. air. Yeah, fire. he has a gun too. Yeah, he's got a gun and a bomb. And he's like, this is a gun and this is a bomb. In case the bomb doesn't work, I got the gun. Oh, I and bet. The, I bet you'd take me seriously if I took my big, stupid, sloppy dick out. Yeah, if what I put my that? dick in this. If I put my dick in this bomb. Maybe you'd like that. And they're like, put your dick in the bomb. Put your dick in the shoots bomb. Shoots in the air again. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and he's like, I'm heartbroken. You took the only thing I cared about and shit all over it. Sorry. And made it just like every other movie in Hollywood. Because we know every movie in Hollywood has a pie fucking scene <laughs> and bibbies. They all do. They all do. Every one of them. And he's like, remember the he, Titanic when the pie got fucked? Remember, remember when the Titanic was shaped like a penis and ran into that iceberg that was just a big pie? Did you see in, and, in Arrival when they drew the pie on the window with the alien head? Yeah, and Kate wins. Its babies were already there. You sick fucks! <laughs> um, so she had babies in he, the whole thing. This isn't how it works anymore, but this is uh, just for the sake of it. He holds up, um, he holds up like a, a, a old like tin reel thing. He's like, "This is the master copy of the movie. I got it right as it ended." And like, like we're just gonna ignore that digital movie. I, I stole it out of the projector box. Yeah, don't don't go look for the projector, they still man. Do prints. It's yeah, he's like, and so you like he goes to, like hold up a, a lighter to it, mm-hmm. and he's like. I don't, the bomb was overkill, I guess, but I didn't need this. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, got, I'm was, not a murderer. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> I thought maybe this would be cool. So he takes, he takes the film out of the tin and is like, I'm about, I'm about to, this movie costs $300 million and I'm about to make it all go it's up. in the palm of my hand. Yeah, and like everyone's freaking out, and like was, like all the studio guys are like, oh, we'll, we'll make our movie. Studio guys our are like, back. why did we only make one copy? Why why didn't we uh, make it digital? This thing's a major blockbuster. Why is there one master thirty five millimeter reel of this thing? This should be backed up on like five different servers. Why isn't it? And I'm just like we never why we never thought it? of it. And and then uh, as he's about to light, he's like, but the worst thing you guys did is you ruin the. Best relationship in my life. I miss my friend. I miss, miss my friend. Jordash, Jordash, where are you, baby? <laughs> stand, stand up. Jordash, like weirdly, gets to his feet. He's, he, you know, he's very yeah. skeptical of what's happening, obviously, because his friend has just brought a bomb into a Hollywood premiere. Yeah. Um. And they, uh, <laughs> it's like Jordash. I thought we were the best friends, but then you weren't my best friend because you ruined my dream the dream that we had and i was the only reason why i was so adamant about the pureness of it was because it was our dream it was a dream i had with you i thought we had something that we could do together he's just getting drunker as this goes on somehow you just you just wanted to do it on your own so and i think jordash uh maybe like like goes to talk him down. I was like, listen, hey, no, like you're right. I fucked up. 
Uh, or Jurassic. Yeah. Uh, you're right. I, I, like, I, I thought this. I thought this would be everything I ever wanted. But like when I finally got success, I realized that like it's it's nothing if I don't have someone to share it with. You know. And I I, I think uh, I think Staramig is like well then you can make a choice here. You can be with me, and you can be my friend, or you can be everyone's friend. <laughs> Everyone but me. And, and like, like points to all the audience. Um, and, and he looks out and is... like he can see that like all these people he thought were his showbiz friends like there's a bunch of yeah. people like checking Instagram and like oh Steven Spielberg is there just sucking his own dick because he's yeah. such a jerk but it's not it's not necessarily because he's such a jerk it's because he's got a long dingus and he can get and to he it. just and he has a medical horny problem <laughs> oh no not a medical horny problem he's medically too horny yeah is what the doctor it's... said. Yeah. And they also said, do you want a prescription for some weed? Because it's California. There's a deleted scene um, in the DVD of this where it is like Steven Spielberg in the hospital. It's a very expensive cameo. But yeah. for them just to be like, Mr. Spielberg, I'm sorry. You have what we in the patient care industry call a medical horny problem. And he just goes, do you know Jaws is about my dick? And just cut away. <laughs> just cuts away. Oh. You know, I made a mu- bunch of money betting George Lucas that Star Wars would be great. So... <laughs> So I think like Jordash has that moment and um like is like uh I think he like comes to Staramy's side like yeah let, like yeah let's get out of here and so they with the film in hand they run out of the theater they bolt and lo and onto behold, two waiting sea dudes yes 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 the, the, <laughs> this that's exactly what I wanted this this movie theater happens to be right next to the L A River which is surprisingly has water in it which is not usually the it's case. just wide enough for two sea dudes. Just enough water for two CDs, um, and they take off, and all of Hollywood's after them. And yeah. it's 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 a chase. Scene, LAPD like in the helicopters. There. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Steven Spielberg gets into his wacky races car that looks like an old dune buggy and takes off after him. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're they're going they're going after him. Trying to get this. Johnny Depp's a- flying in one of Da Vinci's flying machines. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay is just exploding things. Yeah, he's um, he's he's got like a way. like uh, Bakugo power where he can just like shoot explosions out of his hands and propel himself forward. Michael Bay is also like he's rigged up the L.A. River this entire time, just waiting for the day where he gets to just. There's just fireballs happen. going off on either side and cars <laughs> flipping over the river. He's like, finally, baby. So many bibbies. Um, yeah, there's so intense, intense uh, chasing. Um, uh, we got to wrap up this chasing. Um, I think like they have like Jordash and Staramy have a real uh, loud heart to heart on the sea dew because it's, it's they're, they're screaming over the explosions and the roar of the jet ski motors. Yeah, uh, uh, Staramy's like, I didn't think you'd do it. I didn't think you'd pick He's me. Like, You're way too drunk to be driving a sea dew right now, dude. Yeah, well, it's you can't. It's open ocean. <laughs> it's L.A. River. It's really not. <laughs> um, this thing isn't going to empty nice. out into the sea until we get to fucking San Diego. So <laughs> <laughs> it takes forever. Um, yeah, they, but they have this like nice like heart to heart where it's like they realize that they are both being jerks in their own ways, and mm-hmm. um, and it's terrible. Um, and I think like eventually they get like cornered. Um, yeah, uh, Kit, all of the, Hollywood uh, Night, has them in a corner. Kit from Knight Rider blocks them off, um, and as well <laughs> as a couple other. Band. The A-Team van, Optimus Prime. They're all there. All of your favorites. All your this cartoon pals. Ready Player One now. Yeah. Um, um, so they have like a almost like a Thelma and Louise moment where like we're caught yeah. and we're going to die. So maybe they like they hold pinkies. Yeah. 
to symbolize their great promise. Yeah. Um, so how are they going to get out of this? We have, so I, I think, feel like there's a couple ways this can go. So, okay. Like, I think like one of maybe the one way I was thinking was, um, maybe they do decide to turn the movie over mm-hmm. and they're just like, you can, you guys can have this, but just like, just take our names off of it. Okay. Like, 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 uh, like uh, fucking, uh, Dalton Trumbo. Yeah, or 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 like a Spielberg Spielberg fucking um, power slides up with his huge donger, um, and he's just like, "Listen, I understand, I understand artistic integrity. I understand wanting to make something great, but what you guys did was something maybe even greater. <laughs> it's you guys made a movie that everyone loves. Everybody rolling up, being like, look, uh, so like first it's him. He's like, look, I made that movie RKO. Um, oh, what's it called?" <clears throat> Spielberg's first flick and he's like it was my baby and it was wonderful but nobody really liked it and I didn't make any money off of it and then George, George Lucas, Lucas rolls up, up. American, Graffiti American Graffiti was great but nobody cares about that one yeah they don't like Star Wars which is fine yeah it's everybody who ever like made one movie that's great that nobody loves and then a giant franchise right uh, yeah, Peter, Peter Jackson like, is like I made Meet the Feebles and then <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings Christopher uh, uh, Christopher Nolan is that, was he was he Memento first? No, yes, yeah, right. it was Christopher Nolan, right? Yeah, Christopher Nolan's like, listen, I made Memento, and no one gave a fuck till I made a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you got sometimes you gotta jack this industry off to to basically like their thing is, but now I have what I need to do whatever I want. Uh, right? Yeah, what's his name? Or Titanic I, Man, James Cameron. Titanic James Cameron's like Titanic Man. He's like, I don't have to make movies at all anymore. I can just I have. 20 submersibles. I just go to the bottom. I spend of the all my time in the inky deep. Yeah. In Mariana's trench where the crack, you know lives. what I mean? <laughs> Down on Miranda's Mariana veranda. Yeah. Marinara veranda. <laughs> um, so is God, the, wait, sorry. Mar- <laughs> Mar- <laughs> sorry. Marinara's trench. Just a good, a good seafood pasta restaurant mm-hmm. idea. Yep. Okay, great. Sorry, just had to get it out there. Um, so is the message here, is is it this message of like, look, sell out once and you can do whatever you want and that's a good yeah. message? Or is it them well, saying and that and like, our protagonist being like, you know what, fuck it. We'd rather be poor forever and be in control. Or, and, and also just like, making something that a lot of people love is also its own. It's also fine. Yeah. It's also fine. Yeah, you don't, um, you don't need to like, you don't need to be indie to be good. I think they come around to this, honestly. I think okay. they, like, realize, like, oh, yeah, I guess so. And, like, Staramie's like, Staramie's just like, yeah. He's like, I'm coming I, down so hard right now. <laughs> he's like, he's just fucking zoned out. And yeah, like, fucking whatever. I'm sorry, what? Wait, Christopher Nolan and Spielberg and you can't, what? I've been on a like, five-day cocaine and alcohol bender. I don't know where I am. Yeah, last thing I remember, I was in Joshua Tree. <laughs> I I took a bunch of mescaline and it was awesome. I saw a coyote in the stars that told me how I was going to die. It wasn't I, here. I watched, I watched that YouTube video of from like old experiments with the book cats on mescaline, and I said that looks cool. I'm going to do some mescaline. Yeah, it was the greatest decision I ever made. But <laughs> here I am now. Um, no, I think I think th- they each learn something here, right? Like. So yeah. what Staramy um, learns is you don't have to be like a, a really like niche artist to be worth something. 
right? Yeah. Star Wars has brought joy to far more people than RKO ever did, so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or sorry, American Graffiti in the case of George Lucas. Um, so he that's what he gets out of it. And then what Steremy gets out of it is like, but you still, but you can't give up everything about it. You can't give up everything about yourself. Lucas would be the, he'd be like, oh, you know, like I, um, when I made <laughs> like the, his Kermit-esque voice. When I made the prequels to Star Wars. I mean, he's, he's yeah. pretty Kermity. No, nobody liked the prequels, but, but I, I um, it was how I wanted to do them. And so like, yeah. you know, I wanted to make a movie for kids and no one understood that they're for kids. Yeah, I, I, I kept my, my soul in it and people didn't like it, but that's okay. Cause I still made billions of dollars. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, those movies aren't that bad <laughs> honestly if you look at them I mean the only thing that really tanked them was the, the sort of expectations that other people were putting and everyone's okay George we've George quit explaining this. why the prequels are good again George you you sold the shit off to Disney okay just fucking drop it okay and he like flies yeah. away on a fucking <laughs> ice cream bar that's shaped like Mickey Mouse or whatever the fuck yeah. hi ho goodbye <laughs> I'm gone Lucas out and uh <laughs> So he's gotten, and so I think they've they've both realized, right? Like you have to mix art and commerce in some way that is meaningful in order for the most people to get the message you want to put out there. Mm-hmm. And so we cut uh, to it's like a couple years later. They're both on a movie set. It's bigger but not massive. They're better dressed yeah. than they were before, right? Yep. And I think, uh, yeah, and I think it's they're they're um, they're making. Uh, I think they're making something that's like they've gone back to like one of their old scripts, like something that they found. Uh, maybe it's like, Hey, remember that? Remember that? Uh, like, uh, remember that script we did um, back in college that we just thought was always like too crazy to make. I mean, now we have the resources to do it. Yeah. And it's maybe it's called MacGuffin mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in it's fact, just like, you know what? Go back this entire movie, put that in the beginning of the story that they had a script like that. So now it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was, a, it was like in the, in the beginning, they're like, well, no one's going to ever make it. <laughs> this would be impossible to make. Yeah. Exactly. And they're doing it. And, you know, there's, there's a moment where a take finishes and, you know, um, Jordash is kind of like, well, you know, it, I, should we do another retake? It wasn't quite perfect. And now finally, um, Stermothy, is, is that the right name? I keep forgetting it. Stermy. 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 Stermy's like, no, yeah, you know what? It was fine. Yeah. Right? Like, it was good enough. You know and what? They, like, it was it was good enough the whole time. And he says that directly down the barrel. Yeah. It's just like the end of that thing you do. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's just a guy smiling down the barrel of the camera. But uh, yeah. they, they, once, they look at each other and they hold up their pinkies. And yeah. the pinkies just start getting longer and longer and longer and they begin to laugh and then we cut to black <laughs> they just go off camera yeah. off shot like and Doug Dimmodome's hat just yeah <laughs> and then yeah, we cut, cut to, black. to black it's never explained that's our like real MacGuffin mayhem MacGuffin mayhem that's uh, it that's the movie that was a good one it was fun I was very very entertained by us that entire time <laughs> um well guys that's it for your welcome Hollywood this week um for those of you watching on Twitch, this is the last one we're going to be doing on Twitch for a while. 
at least on the Dad's Garage channel, um, we may find a different way to put these online so that you can um, tune in and watch us whenever you feel like it. Yeah. So, um, but if not, you can always get us in podcast form correct. per usual. Every Wednesday, you can get your Welcome Hollywood wherever it is you get podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever that may be. Um, please like that, subscribe to us, and give us a nice review if you happen to have the time and good feelings toward us that that would require. <laughs> Uh, you can find us also at edtomandrubin.com. You can find us on social media. We are Ed, Tom, and Rubin, R-U-E-B-E-N, everywhere except for Instagram, where we are You're Welcome Hollywood. Uh, what else, Rubin? What else we got? Um, I don't I think that's it. Hmm. I think that's all. Well, in that case, for You're Welcome Hollywood this week, I am Ed. I'm Rubin. And we'll see you in Radioland. Peace. Welcome Hollywood with Ed, Tom, and Ruben. For more, go to edtomandruben.com.